1: Hi, and welcome to today's City Mission's Hope for the Homeless podcast. I'm Dean Gartland, President and CEO of City Mission in Washington, PA. And today we will be continuing our discussion on the mission of the mission, where we break down our mission statement and how we help the homeless overcome barriers and return to independent living. During our last podcast, we discussed what it meant for us to share Christ, such a critical part of what we do and, and, Uh, foundational to everything we do at the mission. But during this podcast, uh, we're going to break down what it means to shelter. And so um, just as a reminder, uh, kind of uh, looking at uh, thinking about the city mission, uh, that our mission statement is that city mission exists to share Christ, to shelter, to heal, and to restore the homeless to independent living without discrimination. And so that's our the That's our mission statement. That's what drives us. That is what's at the core of what we do and everything that we do uh, at the City Mission. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about what it means to shelter. And so I want to just give you, for those of you maybe just joining us for the first time on this podcast, um, just a little bit about City Mission. Uh, We operate four shelters in Washington, uh, one for veterans, one for homeless men, one for single women and one for women with children and recently we just opened another facility it's called our women's next Step program, which we call sally's house and uh, uh that just opened here recently that is for women in our what we consider next step after they've uh, stabilized somewhat in our program and they're not just quite ready to move out into independence uh they may be working, and so they get to stay in uh A beautiful uh, Sally's house. It's gorgeous, uh, recently uh, renovated. But uh, sheltering, I guess, as you think about missions, uh, people think about shelter all the time, and uh, and it is one of the things that we do. But it is, you know, far more. Uh, extensive than maybe what people might uh, realize. And so I have some guests with us. Uh, My co-host here, uh, Leah Dietrich, uh, our Director of Residential Programs at City Mission, and she's with us today. And so maybe I'm going to turn it over to her, and we're going to talk a little bit about what this is about, this whole thing about shelter and what that means. And then uh, 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 Leah is going to introduce our guest with us today. And so Leah, uh, tell us a little bit about what it means to shelter at City Mission.
2: Absolutely. I think that oftentimes whenever you hear the words homeless shelter, uh, you may have this view or this vision of individuals coming in maybe off of the streets and in need of immediate shelter. What we would call that is emergency shelter, and it is one facet of what we do as far as providing shelter to individuals within our community. There are some times that individuals would come from a jail setting or be dropped off by the police or you may see a homeless individual in the streets. They may come to us for a shelter for one night, um, not with a need for long-term housing, but we've had individuals say, my car is broken down, I have a ride to go home tomorrow, um, but I need a place for the night, and that's what we call emergency shelter. We also offer something called cold weather shelter, and if you're familiar with, uh, oftentimes on the news, you'll see things like there's a cold weather shelter set up on 5th and 8th Street um, for individuals that are in need of shelter. Those pieces are something that we do offer within Washington County. Whenever the temperature dips below freezing, we serve individuals Uh, in what we call cold weather shelter from October through March. um, If that temperature drops, we're able to provide that care. And that gives someone a safe place to sleep for the night. Um, We know there's many people within the community that are homeless and prefer to live on the outskirts of society that prefer life in a tent in the summer Um, and although we try to reach those individuals consistently oftentimes they don't have trust with individuals Uh, we try to work on that but in the winter they always know how to find us and where to find us but the largest portion of what we do to shelter individuals within the community is really our long-term residential programming and that's what has really been Uh, At the heart of City Mission over the past uh, many years, we have residential, long-term residential shelter programs for all four of the major groups that Dean has mentioned. And what that means for us is we assess individuals who come to our door, and maybe that person who comes and says they just need one night gets to see what we do, and we start to share Christ, and we start to share what the program really looks like, and then they begin to consider whether or not they want to come in. Um, We have what we call our gateway phase of shelter where they get to know us, we get to know them, they get to see what we have to offer on our campus as well as what's available within our community in Washington. And then from there, they can enter either our life recovery program Say they're coming with, a, with some barriers, whether it's drug and alcohol, mental health, physical barriers, uh, maybe they have some legal issues they need to face. We really try to assess that in those first 30 days and then come up with a game plan of how we are going to address those issues in what we call life recovery. So on the campus, what are we going to offer to meet those needs, remove those barriers, so that they prepare for independence? And sometimes we have individuals who come in and they are pretty stable and they have addressed those issues, but they find themselves without a home. Maybe there's a fire or maybe there was something tragic. Uh, They may go from gateway into what we call a reentry program. Um, that next step in life. How are they going to prepare for that? So we allow them to save money, to stay with us, um, help them to find employment if they need assistance in that, help them to consider education, and then allow them to remain with us until they are at a place where they are ready for that independence. They're ready to make that step onto their own. So our shelter can look like cold weather shelter. It can look like emergency shelter. But most of the time, It looks like this long-term residential option, Um, and that's the meat of what we do. That's the heart of what we do. Um, It's not just helping someone for a night, although that's important too. It's helping someone to transform their life, Um, and that takes much more than 24 hours, although we wish it was that easy. Um, And we brought with us today uh, Sheila Namey who oversees our, she's the manager of our Women with Children's program. And she really gets to see what that shelter process looks like on a daily basis with the families that come to City Mission. Sheila, talk to us a little bit about what shelter looks like for you within your space.
3: We um, have an 11-apartment women and children shelter That really becomes a home for the moms that come with a variety of number of children um, from all backgrounds. Some of them not having formed friendships with anyone in the past. And while they're there, they get that opportunity to um, form those friendships, find a family and a community at the Mission um, again, I mentioned they all come from different backgrounds. Um, Leah, you mentioned a few. Domestic violence can be situations that our moms particularly come in, um, relationships that have been uh, very false and negative for them, um, moms that are finding themselves in a divorce situation and alone and wondering how they're going to do it. Um You know, and I'm specifically speaking on the mom topic because that's the area that I work. Um, But we also have moms who are choosing life with their child and come to the mission to have their child in a safe and sheltered environment. Um, It's a beautiful home. We can't do what we do in our specific shelters without our donors that also provide everything from in our house, uh, specifically in Quite honestly, all the shelters, our sheets and our bedding and our towels and our toiletries, um, just the appointments in the room, the um, items hung on the walls, just everything that we have in our own home is actually provided at City Mission through our donors, which makes it that environment that is um, just with dignity and respect, everything that mm-hmm. someone would not even expect when hearing that word, homeless shelter, um, they come in and they're just in awe, quite honestly, of the spaces that we have and the environment that we have.
1: And, and Sheila, I know that the because the facility that we have has been renovated and, and it's the, they're single units, they have their own bathrooms, and... Things like that, which were really important uh, changes that we had to, that we incorporated into the women and children's program. What, what would you consider a average length of stay for a, a mom and her kids at the at the mission?
3: I always say to them, a year, year and a half is an opportunity to, however you're coming in, to turn your life around transform it and get that firm foundation i always use the scripture about you know and and dean i've heard you mention this at our monday morning chapels just are you building your house on sinking sand or that firm rock of Mm -hmm. a foundation and so we go through our um our airs our i'll let you speak a little bit about our heirs, maybe but um as we go through that, and if we are touching on each of those areas, finding that firm foundation in order to go out and be stabilized in that year, year and a half.
1: Oh, great! And I and and just uh, so, for our audience knows, the airs as Sheila was mentioning, stands for Housing, Employment, Income Recovery, and Spiritual Development. And these are the element; these are things that we measure at the mission uh, through our program to, and in helping. Our residents achieve a level of success in each of those areas, and so it's really exciting uh, to see when someone comes in and they they have no hope and they're struggling, and um, and then uh, you know uh, within the next month, all of a sudden you see them they're smiling and they've got uh, peace, uh, you know, on their face, their 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 countenance even changes, and uh, their, 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 when you look in their eyes and there's a uh, there's life, and it's uh, it is absolutely an amazing. Uh, thing to be able to see something like that happen as a result of someone coming into our program, and uh, so I it really it's a it's uh and Sheila I I know that it's not always easy either <laughs> to do the job uh, that you do. Uh, uh, maybe you can just mention a couple of the challenges, things that you face sometimes uh, helping a mom because I, I can imagine that they're uh, the issues that they have are somewhat complicated uh, with children and being homeless and not really. Having stability they're coming in and, and you've got to peel away all this stuff to try to get to the kind of the core issues and trying to move someone forward. what are just some of the challenges you may have faced?
3: one of our greatest areas has been um, moms who have their child's in the uh, children youth and family services so there's a cys involvement and helping them navigate um, that whole mm system, um, but still keep their family unit as together as possible. Um, We are certainly a safe shelter for those moms to come in. Um, CYS looks at us as a safe place for that mom with that child for that visit. Um, And then those children were able to see um, relationship and bonding occur in our shelter and those moms then are often gaining um the ability to have their children for longer visits perhaps unsupervised weekends overnights and our hope um is that long term reunification mm-hmm. with their children being able to remove the barriers Um, that were there in their past that got them to that situation of their child being safely placed with someone else. Um, Most of our moms come to the realization and honesty with themselves that this was best for my child, that they were removed, but I want to change my life. And City Mission is a place where they're able to spend that time doing that in a very safe, sheltered, loved, cared for environment. Um, Those are some of the most challenges. And then just our domestic violence situations where we are that safe haven for those mothers to come to, um, knowing that no matter what's occurred in their life, they don't need to go back to those types of repetitive behaviors Um, we work with them where they're at with that and help them and guide them Um, we don't do this alone we certainly have our community resources um, and partners out there that are also doing this so working with um, those pieces and those partners is always important with our moms a lot come to from a very traumatic background um, With um, situations that have occurred to them in their upbringings and their um, pasts. And most of our moms, they come, which is this longing to change those patterns and chains that bound them to their past. And so we're working and navigating through that very uh, carefully and again with a lot of love and compassion Mm. for where they're at with that.
1: Okay. Well, Leah, uh, we were hearing from Sheila regarding the women and children's uh, shelter and some of the, you know, the, the moms and, and, and the challenges that they have. But we also operate uh, uh, three other shelters for, for single women, our men, um, and our veterans. And so uh, each of these shelters has a little bit of different uh, components to it. Can you just talk to us a little bit about that, those those three other components?
2: Sure, and like Sheila mentioned, one of the things that I think is so special about the mission is everything exists for a purpose, right? So the women with children have their apartments. The single women have uh, small quads or double rooms that they share. The veterans are mainly single rooms with a quad as well. Um, and then the men are in a more dorm-style uh living arrangement. And I think that each of those arrangements works very well for those that we shelter because it creates camaraderie where camaraderie is needed. It gives peace and quiet where peace and quiet is needed. But the facility in and of itself provides this safe and warm and welcoming yeah. place for individuals who are afraid. They're, they're so afraid of whatever Whatever they're struggling with, whether fear of what's going to happen with a legal issue, fear of am I going to get my children back, fear of um, am I going to be successful in, in staying clean and sober from this addiction that has plagued me mm. for years and years. So being able to uh, meet them where they are, wherever that is. We've had residents who've come to us in the men's shelter who have not even been comfortable sleeping on a bed because they are so familiar with sleeping in a sleeping bag. I have watched our team circle around that person and say, okay, sleeping bag on the floor tonight is fine. If that needs to be this way for a couple days, that's okay, but we're going to get you in this bed eventually. And sometimes it means I've taught grown men how to make a bed because they've never been shown how to do that. But we're a place that will meet you where you are and help you to get where you want to go Mm. because we believe that God calls people to us and who are we to choose uh, who we serve. We don't choose who we serve. We serve who God brings to us and provide them with the level of care they need. Mm. And we hope that they'll remain with us long enough. Like Sheila said, we we hope for that long-term availability to make that difference in their life. And because of... Our supporters were able to do that at a large rate. 415 residents have stayed with us in shelter over this past fiscal year, and we have a month left to go, um, so we will be over what we've done previously. And with the opening of Sally's House, we now have 175 beds on our campus to meet the needs in the community. So we're grateful for that. There's always more that we can do, and there's always more that we're willing to do, um, but sheltering is—it's just the core. It's the core of what we do.
1: Yes, and the—and you mentioned safety, and I know that that is mm-hmm. so critical for women and men. I mean, they—they uh, they come in our buildings. Our, our campus is a very secure mm-hmm. uh, place for people to be able to stay because without, uh, uh, when you're having to look over your shoulder every all the time, I mean, it's hard for you to pay attention to what. Uh, You need to learn and what you need to hear, and so safety becomes really critical. Well, uh, I think that's going to be it for today because we've talked about the shelter and the um, very important piece of the puzzle at City Mission and and creating a safe, secure uh, place for both men and women and women with children. It's uh, an exciting place to be. I, I tell you, it is a real privilege that God has given us to serve him in this way and so I really appreciate that. So I uh, just want to say thank you for joining us for today's discussion. Uh next time we'll be continuing to break down the mission of the mission. Uh I want everybody in our audience feel free to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram under at City Mission nineteen forty one. And so if you can connect with us, we'd really appreciate it. We'd love to hear from you uh as you hear these podcasts and if there's something uh, that uh you need to know or you question you have or or maybe you're just in somebody who is in need, and uh, you're hearing a podcast and you're thinking, boy, that sounds like a place I need to be uh connect with us. We would love to help you so uh so until next time, God bless all of you from myself, Dean Gartland, and the entire city mission, Hope for the homeless team. See you next time